I still would love to talk to her right now. I miss having our talks in the car when she would be my roadie to our kids, my kids, um, competitions or performances. I miss her accompanying me to different meetings and events. Welcome to the Overwhelmed to Resilient podcast with Dr. Phyllis Hayes Reigns, the one-stop podcast for Christian women who want to unplug from feeling overwhelmed and plug into their inner superpower of resilience so that they can live a life of peace and joy and in God's purpose. Hi, it's Dr. Phyllis. Welcome to the Overwhelmed to Resilient podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about grief is a process and that's okay. So in episode 12, I really wanted to get into grief. We're heading into the holidays at the time that this is being recorded and it's it's a, a time of mixed emotions. There's some that are very excited about what the holidays bring and I think our world is in search of good feelings and excitement in the midst of all the unfortunate things, trauma, drama that's going on around the world. So it almost seems like we're moving up the holidays uh, more and more uh, into the fall. Uh, It's almost like we skip Thanksgiving. We we go from Halloween and we jump to preparing either for Christmas, Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah, uh, a myriad of holidays that occur about this time. And even, as you know, uh, on some of the, the, the channels, the Harmall channel, Hallmark channel, um, they have their Christmas in July. I really feel it's because we are just anxious for something positive and hopeful. Uh, so at this time, while there are many who are experiencing that excitement, there are many that are dealing with grief. It could be your first holiday without someone that means a lot in your family. Maybe they passed away or maybe that relationship is no longer active. Maybe something didn't work out or it's estranged or you've had to cut off a relationship. And Maybe there's been some other change in your life. Maybe your job has changed. Maybe your housing has changed. There's just so many things that can happen. Maybe your your health um, is not where you want it to be. Maybe you recently received some news that is not um, positive. So I always say that as we keep on living as as human beings, either at some point in time, we're going to experience grief. We're going to be grieving something or we're in the midst of grieving something, or we're trying to work our way through grieving something or someone or some situation. And 
I have found, I know when I have been dealing with loss and really, as I just stated, loss can, can happen in all different shapes or form. It's not just the loss of a person um, that they passed away. It's a process. It's a process. And often in our circle, if there are people who haven't experienced that or or maybe their mode of operation is they suck it up, right? They just they just kind of absorb it and just, you know, they just go through life and they ignore it. And and I'm gonna tell you that's overrated. I've been there, done that. And at some point it comes out. Um, Because you're really not winning any points by trying to act like, oh, you're so brave and it doesn't, you know, loss doesn't affect you and you just keep pushing through life. It catches up big time. And sometimes it will spill out or burst out when you don't want it to. So it's better to, to confront it and face it and acknowledge it. But there are people who maybe they just haven't experienced any loss. So when they they have us or other people in their their circle they kind of have that expectation that you know everybody else is supposed to just get over it so for example i know um and you've heard me talk about it because again grief is a process that when my mom passed away in 2021 And it happened to overlap during the time when I also started doing my coaching. I started my um, PEHR ministries, which is my coaching ministry. I started it in 2020 and uh, my mom became ill in 2021. And then I kind of came back to it um, after that. Yet, I felt I grew a lot going through that. And as I've shared, even with my um, past experience and current experience as a palliative medicine hospice physician, there's nothing like going through it yourself, right? Wouldn't you agree? You can support other people through the loss of someone, but when you go through it yourself, it's life-changing. But when I did some lives. I did some lives on Facebook and Instagram. And initially, and I'm talking about back in 2021, um, even last year, but I think it was more in 2021. And I was talking about grief and how it really is a process. I was sharing real time how it felt going through the grief process And I talked about how it is a process and I had wonderful support, but I also had people like, Oh, you know, so sorry. And, and it's nothing wrong with that, but it was the emotion. Like they weren't understanding that I was just sharing that it's a process. So when it was almost like the more I talked about my grief and bereavement and what that looked like, people felt like I was having complicated grief where I wasn't able to get past it. And that's not what it's about. And when you go through a loss, 
then you understand that it's a process. It's not something you just get over like a cold. It's not like a cold. You just get over it and you don't talk about it. It's huge. When you have a potential life-threatening illness, it's huge. It's not something, even though you feel better, you still have that experience. When you are caring for a loved one and your lifestyle, your schedule has changed, it's life. It's, I hate to say the same thing, but it's life-changing. It's huge. It's not something you just get over. So I really think that we do ourselves a disservice when we expect ourselves to just grieve and get over it because it's not even, you know, uh, Kubler-Ross wrote the book about the, the stages of grief, which was really quite monumental for the time that she wrote the book. And I totally support that those different phases do happen. I don't believe they always happen in that same order. Everybody is different. Everybody's different. You may have some people who go through the anger early on and then they, you know, they talk about then you kind of go through a down and, you know, further down and then you can go through a stage where you're almost in denial about what's happened. And then you're almost euphoric, just kind of, you know, and that's a part of that denial. And then there's a point of acceptance. But I can tell you, working as a hospice, palliative care, palliative medicine physician, and being in and out of people's lives, people of various socioeconomic status, different races, different genders, gender identification, religious beliefs or not religious, not spiritual beliefs. It just looks different. There may be some of those components, but everyone deals with it differently. And then bring it back to going through the loss yourself of your loved one or your loss of your job. Whatever it is, it's a process. And, and we have to acknowledge that it's okay for it to be a process. Now, if you're feeling so like in a dark, dark place and you can't get unstuck, you need to get help. I really encourage you to get professional assistance with a counselor, with a psychologist, with a psychiatrist. Then we don't want you to get stuck there. You may need some counseling. You may even need medication to help you through that under the supervision of a doctor, okay? But other than that, for example, although my mom has been gone 
since 2021. My dad passed away 2002. I still have periods where I miss them and I'm sad they're not here. I'm sad they're not here in 2023 going on 2024. There's so much I would love to talk to them about based on where I am now in life and how I've grown in life. I had a little period of time in 2020 to 2021 before my mom became ill that I had a chance to really talk to her with fresh eyes, fresh ears of off that hamster wheel where I had my priorities together. I knew who was most important, my family and my closest friends. And, and I learned about presence. So priority, presence and purpose, which are my pillars, priorities, presence and purpose. And we had that. I had that chance to talk to her. I still would love to talk to her right now. I miss having our our talks in the car when she would be my roadie to our kids, my kids, um, competitions or performances. I miss her accompanying me to different meetings and events. We would meet up on for breakfast at times and we would have coffee and and just talk about everything and she'd share stories. And I miss those times. I miss them. I miss the opportunity of talking to my dad. And there's a part of that grief. Now understand the grief that I feel with my dad is still there, yet it's a different level. It may not be as deep as my mom because my mom, as far as I'm concerned, just passed since it's been just two years. And, and the feeling that both parents are gone. So it's going to be a process. It's going to be a process. And The best way to get through it is to give, I give myself and I want you to give yourself permission to know it's a process and surround yourself with people who know it's a process and know there's nothing wrong with you because you get sad because you've lost someone or something significant that you had last time, right? This last year. So let's just say that you had during the Christmas season last year that you don't have now. They're not going to see it now. You can see another person, let's say, just to break it down. I am able to recognize that when I see someone else with their mom, who's 90, my mom passed three months before we'd celebrate her 90th birthday. I I was looking forward to celebrating her 90th birthday. I felt like, oh gosh, we're coming out of this COVID situation. We really could do it. 
and she didn't make it. it just wasn't God's plan. But when I see other people celebrating their, their mother or father's 90th, there's a part of me that aches because I wish I was celebrating my mom's. I wish she was here. And that's okay. That's okay. You may right now, as you're listening to this episode, be experiencing the feeling of loss because you miss someone special. This holiday season, maybe you're not with the person that you were with in your life, your relationship. It could be a spouse. It could be a girlfriend, boyfriend. It could be a friendship that you had that for whatever reason, it's no longer present. And after you've prayed, it's just best that that person is not in your life right now. Even though you know it's the best thing, it still is a grieving process. And it's okay. And once you recognize, you know, I'm feeling sad because last year we were together. This year we're not going to be together. That's okay. Just claim it, recognize it, and and realize you're human. And then that's usually when you have to kind of stop and say, okay, why is that person no longer in my life? And if the reason they're not is the right reason for this year, the same as it was for last year, then you say, okay, let me remind myself why I had to let that relationship go. But give yourself grace and, and, you know, give yourself grace, show yourself some mercy. And then you can move forward instead of just trying to suppress it. It's a process. And it doesn't mean that you are stuck in the past because there are certain situations that trigger those feelings of longing and or regret or loss, sadness. You're human. It's okay. Because you remember even Jesus mourned the, the the loss at that time of Lazarus. But God, you know, God, Jesus is God. He knew what he was getting ready to do. And he also was remorseful over his, the sisters not realizing that Jesus can do whatever, right? But even in the Bible, Jesus has shown us that he has emotion, that he has grieved actions of his disciples. He's grieved disbelief. He's grieved um, non-believers. So it's a normal part of our humanity to experience grief and loss. And it's a process. And as I said, if, you know, I just recommend that during this holiday season that you don't alienate yourself. Don't go alienating yourself and isolating yourself. That's a prescription for disaster. 
that's when you potentially can start over drinking and overeating and, and getting into trouble. Okay. Find your support system, find your friend, find uh, a group, find um, a coach, find um, your circle, your village that understands what you're going through and gives you space to experience that in a healthy way. Because too many people alienate and isolate themselves during the holidays and it's not good. And God loves you and he cares about you and he is able and he has your back. He also has created and planted other people and other groups in your life that are here so that they can reflect his love of you to you so that you know that you're not alone and there's other believers who can give you that support. So, and I would say that you have to create that. Don't necessarily wait for somebody to reach out to you to say, oh, you know, I realize you're going through this and that because then Satan uses that to, to make you crazy. Cause I know Satan tries to get busy that you start waiting for someone to come to, to acknowledge that you might be feeling a certain way. And then when they don't, then you feel like you're all alone and he starts talking in your ear, like, oh, people don't care. Oh, you're by yourself. Oh, you're crazy. And then you get in that dark place. Know that God loves you. You take that first step to find the people or person who can hear you and see you so you don't get alienated and isolated so that you can make the most of these holidays. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to go and, and you know, if you're not feeling being party hardy and all, I'm not saying that. But just being able to be among other people who let you be you. Even it's just, maybe it's going out to dinner and just sit and just, chill and talk about something else or if it's going over to their house and just hanging out or just having a conversation and you know nowadays you can do anything you can do virtual just to say i'm here you know get out of the house and take a walk but just know that grief is a process and it's okay it's how we deal with it it's how we go through our grief with intention and purpose. That's how we go from letting the grief, letting life live us and us live our life with intention, right? Through those three pillars I always talk about, priorities, presence, and purpose. I am so glad that you joined me today on the Overwhelmed to Resilient podcast. And it is my prayer that you've enjoyed this episode and that it will encourage you and uplift you and empower you. And I look forward to seeing you and you seeing me 
are hearing me on listening platforms because we are now on all listening um, platforms, all major listening platforms along with where you can watch me. So I look forward to seeing you back here for Overwhelmed to Resilient podcast. Take care now. Be blessed. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me today for today's episode of Overwhelmed to Resilient, where we unplug from feelings of overwhelm and plug into our inner resilience so that we can live lives of joy and in God's purpose through mind, body, and faith reset. If today's episode resonated with you, please subscribe. And if you know someone who would also find value, please share it with them. I look forward to being with you every week. Take care and I'll see you next time for Overwhelmed to Resilient.